Hello and welcome to Active Bryant Fitness Systems. I'm Scott Bryant, your host, and this chapter is all about mental and emotional dysfunctional patterns in the gym. So I've been working out for over 40 years now and I've seen many different issues with many different people and clients that I've worked with over the years. Now, number one is body dysmorphia. So unfortunately, a lot of these disorders are not taught by the training organizations for personal trainers, fitness professionals, or doctors, physios, and osteopaths. So you've got five main ones that I found. So you've got body dysmorphia, bigorexia, narcissism, egoism, and anorexia, and bulimia, and uh, irritable bowel, Uh, as well as other many other health complaints and many people will go to the gym in the thinking of that they can change some of these illnesses now admittedly some of them you can some of them you just cannot change at all so i'll talk about the five ones individually so the first one is body dysmorphia so i had a client a few years ago and they contacted me Oh, I want a bigger bum and a smaller belly. Okay, we'll see what we can do. And when I met this person, they had the perfect body. And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, they must have a mental issue to want to train with me because they had the perfect body. Or any other woman or man would look at that body and go, this is the perfect body, I love this body. Yeah, I'd love to have this type of body. So having a bigger bum and having a flatter belly is quite easy to do, but it will take time. So I educated the client about this, that it will take time and uh, that it takes work and commitment. So they've done my paperwork, they signed up for the session, we start, we've done the first session, went okay, second session went okay, third session, I want my money back. Well, why do you want your money back? Uh, You've made my belly bigger and my bum smaller. Uh, no, that's impossible to do in four days. I got you on a diet to reduce the swelling in your stomach and I gave you squats in which to build the uh, gluteus maximus muscle because you want a bigger bum. But it isn't going to happen immediately. And this client was paying me a lot of money and because it didn't happen immediately, they decided to say that they wanted their money back so I said you need to complete the sessions I'm not giving you a refund and after us having this chat they realized that they weren't going to get their money back so we finished the sessions and then I said if you've got a big issue about your bum why don't you go and have implants and have go and get a colonic irrigation if your belly is still too big But then it dawned on me that she must have body dysmorphia. Because if you don't have body dysmorphia, you wouldn't be thinking and and everybody seeing your body is beautiful. But all you're seeing is, you know, hideousness in the mirror. So a percentage of clients, I think it's more in females than males, will have this body dysmorphia so really 
as healthcare professionals, we need to make sure we have a questionnaire or we're taught how to recognize this. So that's a mental, emotional, dysfunctional one. Now, number two is uh, bigorexia. Now, all bodybuilders, male or female, will have this issue. Now, I think I've got it a little bit, but now I'm in my 50s nearly, I'm more content with my body <coughs> than ever before. But bigorexia is, for most bodybuilders like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lutheringo, uh, The Rock, and or Dwayne Chambers, or people like this that just want gigantuan muscle. So this could be linked to childhood bullying, this could be linked to uh, not enough love as a child. So when they're building their muscle, obviously we get a pump, we get an endorphin rush, you know, you get people saying to you, oh, you're looking bigger, you're looking stronger, and just complimenting you on your physique. So when this happens, you start to feel better and better and better about yourself. But you still have the demon of, oh, my arms are not big enough, my legs are not big enough, or I'm not strong enough. So many people, men and females in the gym, will have bigorexia, but have never made that connection. Now, I laugh about bigorexia. I think it's maybe a good thing to have because then you're always going to train, you're always going to stay in shape, you're always going to keep fit. So from that point of view, this is where bigorexia could be a really good thing. As long as you're not training more than four days a week, as long as you're not taking anabolic steroids, as long as you're not, uh, you know, doing things that are causing dysfunction to your health. So many of the guys that I see with bigorexia, and we have a little bit of a laugh about it, uh, understand they've got this, uh, bigorexia, but don't take it to the level of that they're, like, they're jacking up with huge amounts of steroids or they're going too mad with it, okay? So if you have got big bigorexia, just realize you've got bigorexia and this may be why you have to keep training in the gym or you may be addicted to exercise and I keep meeting people that are addicted to exercise. You could say I'm addicted to exercise because I've been doing it for 40 years, but I love exercise, I love keeping in shape, I love keeping strong. So this is really, really uh, important for my well-being and because of in my archetype, I'm a hero, warrior, athlete. This is one reason why I keep my bigorexia going and don't see it as harmful because I train four days a week and I'm, if I'm too tired, I won't train. So next mental emotional dysfunction is narcissism. Now I've seen this in a few clients, but I haven't got a problem with people having narcissism, okay? If you've got narcissism, it's all about you, not about anybody else. Some narcissists are not very compassionate or very caring, but I have found narcissists that I've worked with that have been very caring, very loving and quite understanding. But when working with a narcissist, you have to make sure that the session is all about them and not about you. But remember, if you're in the PT world or you're a check practitioner or you're a physio osteopath doctor, it is about the client and not about you. So we have to come out of our own egos, which is really, really important. 
So I think, you know, with bigorexia and narcissism linked together, it's not a too bad a thing as long as that client is not making your life hell when you're training them, okay? So the next emotional dysfunction is ego. Now I like lifting really heavy like 180, 190 deadlift for one. Yeah, and that's probably a lot of my ego making me do that, but I enjoy lifting big weights and I feel fulfilled after I lift big weights. It's just when somebody's in the gym lifting with ego, which will cause dysfunction or injury or them not listening to their body will cause a massive problem. So really important, keep your ego in check when you're in the gym because if you're lifting weights that your body cannot handle, you may really hurt yourself. You may cause a reputable injury that you may not be able to recover from and never change. So I met a guy and he was a bodybuilder in the gym and he was massive and uh, he said he'd just come off his cycle of steroids and uh, he wanted to try and lift the same amount of weight. And I said, look, this is not a wise idea because if you're trying to lift the same amount of weight and you're not on stuff, you're not gonna be really supporting your ligaments, tendons and joints because of you're not on the, the steroids. So he decided to do his own thing, then ripped his knee and I've never seen him in the gym since. So really important that you keep your ego in check and I have to say this to myself a lot of the time when I'm doing my 65 kilo bicep curls. I have to say, Scott, you know, right, you've done one, one set or one rep, uh, rest for five, then do another set. And if another set is much harder than the first set, I need to say, ego, shut up. I am not doing another set because I know I could rip or damage something. Okay, so really with all these disorders, the more that you connect to yourself, and understand and recognize you have these disorders, the more that you can control it. So the next one is uh, anorexia and nervosic uh, men and women. So I had an anorexic woman come up to me and she went, I wanna train and I wanna train five days a week with you. And I went, I'm sorry, but I can't train you five days a week because you have very little muscle, very little fat, and all I can see is bone. I'm not gonna overtrain you like you want because you need to get your mental, emotional, and mineral, like vitamin and mineral, and dietary state looked at in which to get over the anorexia or nervosa. Yes, it's, it's great to exercise if you've got an illness like diabetes or obesity, or you've got a heart issue, or you've got a lung issue, but you need to do it in format or in balance with your body. So somebody that's a, got anorexia and wants to do cardiovascular five days a week will be damaging herself. And three different gyms that I've worked at in my career, we had members come in like that, and I wanted to ban the members but the gym owner said, no, we can't ban them, we have to keep them coming in. And I'm like, well, what happens if they're on the, on the bike and they, you know, tear their glute muscle because of they haven't got the, the structure or the strength or endurance to do that type of training? 
oh well it's not our fault that's down to them they're on their own now to me that's very incompassionate not loving and not what the fitness gym is about the fitness gym should be watching out for all of these dysfunctional mental emotional patterns in people and having somebody like me or another professional to help them through body dysmorphia bigorexia narcissism egotism and anorexia the more that the gym, gyms change and have these type of professionals to help to notice these things the more successful every fitness gym will be because the member will go well uh, I've got body dysmorphia I've been working with Scott and Scott's been helping me with my mental emotional state and my body dysmorphia I understand is coming from my childhood or from when I was bullied or uh, a dysfunctional thinking pattern that I've been helped with or even bigorexia you know if you're getting lots of pain in your joints cut back on your training if you've got narcissism it's not about uh, having a go at the narcissism it's giving the person with narcissism more love more compassion more understanding and slowly helping that person to understand that they have narcissism uh, but I see bigorexia and narcissism and body dysmorphia as long as that client is willing to listen and to be coached on how to manage these disorders all these disorders can be something that can be changed and for the client to improve on okay but they have to be ready and many people you have four categories of people you have the people that will never care whether they got egoism narcissism bigorexia body dysmorphia or anorexia because they're so locked in themselves that they won't ever change then you've got the people that have worked with other professionals seen a little bit of the light and are looking for somebody with real in-depth knowledge and understanding and love caring and compassion to help them and then you've got the people that have just started looking around and started to become more open about themselves and looking for somebody to work with them and then you've got the other person that's worked with uh, many many people and still looking around to find the right professional to help them so as you can see there's one group of people that you can never work with so you need to as healthcare professionals physios osteopaths doctors chiropractors have a questionnaire sheet that you can help and i'm sure the bigger amount of doctors will say you need to do this to keep your health or to get stronger or to feel happier about yourself but probably 50 to 60 percent of people that go to their doctors don't trust the doctor don't believe in a doctor and won't do what the doctor asks them anymore because of there's so much misinformation out there so i hope you've enjoyed this podcast for 15 minutes about body dysmorphia bigorexia narcissism egoism and anorexia and bulimia and irritable bowel and other disorders that people can come with in the gym some of these disorders will never be cured in some people because they don't want to change but others do want to change and are willing to do the work to get the change so don't uh, if you're a healthcare professional what in whatever field 
never put somebody off. So I'll always see somebody, even though I know they've got body dysmorphia or bigorexia or narcissism or they're too much in their ego. And I will slowly <laughs> unpeel them like an onion and slowly help them with these dysfunctions. The great thing, if you listen to my uh, podcast about the root chakra and lower back pain, and the next one I'll do, which will be about the second chakra and uh, fluidity and balance in life, you'll see that when I'm talking about these, there's different techniques that you can use, like affirmations, like exercises and stuff like that, in which to rebalance these disbalances in the brain. So thank you very much for listening to me today. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, give me a review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you can find it, you can give me a review. And uh, if you'd like to send me an email, go to activebryantsystems.com or you can buy my book, which is Holistic Health for Proper Geezers, Classy Ladies, Get the Body and Fitness You Want. And you can buy that on Amazon uh, audiobooks and everywhere else online. So thanks very much for listening to me today. Have a wonderful day and protect yourself from the coronavirus and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.